Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. G-A-L-D-E-M. G-A-L-D-E-M. This song is good. Hello and welcome to Galdem's first ever podcast. Inspired by our book, I Will Not Be Erased, our stories about growing up as people of colour. My name's Liv, I'm Galdem's founder. And for those of you who don't know, Galdem is an award-winning media company committed to platforming the voices, perspectives and creative work of women and non-binary people of colour. Hello, I'm Charlie. I'm the head of editorial at Galdem and I'll be co-hosting our podcast with Liv. We're super excited to be starting our journey with you. Each week we'll invite a guest to respond to old diary entries, letters or text messages from their younger selves. The point is to nurture important discussions about growing up. You can find Growing Up with Galdem on Apple Podcasts, the Acast app, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to our podcast, Growing Up with Galdem. So before we start telling these stories, we want to let you know that this episode discusses themes like toxic relationships and transphobia. In this episode, we'll be speaking to Monroe Bergdorf. Monroe is a model, LGBT activist and founder of Goddess Platform, a space that amplifies global voices of women, trans, non-binary and intersex people. She has recently been awarded an honorary doctorate from the University of Brighton for her contributions to campaigning for transgender rights and has also appeared in Vogue Germany to talk about her campaign with View Eyewear. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Bits on bits on bits. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Anything for you guys. Oh, we love you. Um, Why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and any exciting projects that you're working on at the moment? 
So primarily, I see myself as an activist who also works within fashion and beauty. Um, I like to use my platform to speak about issues that I think are important in a way that is accessible. Um, I know that a lot of people um, don't necessarily see themselves as, you know, academic or... um, or able to express how they feel about certain issues. So I like to think that I can spark that in them. Um, Maybe they've been intimidated by some of the big words or, you know, the language that we use in certain circles. So just breaking that down for people in a digestible way um, and using fashion or beauty to do that. It's so important, I think, to like try and make sure everything we do is accessible. It's certainly very important to what we do at Galdem. Like we speak a lot about not using like language that could be perceived as elitist and yeah, just like as many people like bringing as many people Mm. in as you can. I think I think, you know, like the fewer words with which you can explain a a topic, the you know, the better it is. For sure. And so much of exclusion is accidental. And um, I think it's just trying to lower people's defences to, um, you know, if we're speaking about exclusionary behaviour, we're all guilty of that sometimes. So I think, you know, just trying to make people see that we're all part of the problem sometimes and just to open up and um, bring people in. I feel like we should talk a little bit about how we met there's an interview with you in the very first ever issue yeah. of Galdem, the very first print yeah. that we did, um, with Halima. Um, but I was that was that. I no, don't know. no, no, no. I've known you for ages yeah. before yeah. that. We can't. Well, this this is great. We can't remember. <laughs> We've always been big fans. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember when we met, but I've always yeah, I've always really admired what um, Liv has done and what you all do. Um, and I think it's so necessary. I think the Gaudem was one of the first news slash opinion sources um, that I could access, that I could hear myself in. And um, yeah, the, I mean, I think that the landscape of journalism has really changed since Gaudem has popped up. And to have that platform that champions um, women of colour's voices, uh, it's just so necessary because it was just so overlooked before and now I think it I think it really did help to launch a conversation about you know how white our media is and what are the implications of that and I've always said that Liv is like our generation's Oprah <laughs> I will I'm gonna put that on my CV I think that's great Monroe says yeah. <laughs> I'm like mm, it's a great quote I like that I like that <laughs> um okay so so to begin with we're gonna ask you to read out a snippet um, of your extract um, we have asked all of our guests to kind of respond or to bring in a kind of old diary extract text message Facebook chat I'm slowly rocking backwards because oh, yeah. <laughs> you can't see just so you know um, and in your case you have selected a WhatsApp chat with an ex-partner who shall yes. not be named of course no. um, so if you don't mind um, reading it out for us okay so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm going to just like frame this before I read it out. Um, This is a conversation from, I think, one of the best and worst relationships that I've been in. Unfortunately, um, it was my, I think, one of the greatest loves I've ever had, but also 
one of the worst experiences I've ever had. He started to show signs of becoming radicalized in terms of his views. And there's always there was always kind of inklings of um that he could go either way. And it just got really, really dark over that period of time. And um, we didn't last uh, because obviously I was very vocal and very liberal and he was becoming more and more conservative. And it's very difficult when somebody who you love is um, changing in front of you. And you can't just ditch your parents. You can't just ditch the ones that you love. You can't just ditch, you know, your siblings or, you know, your loved ones. I think it's it's very difficult. You want to think that you can change them and you can make it work. So um, I held on and, um, yeah, it's, it's just, it's really traumatizing because it became emotionally abusive. And, um, yeah, anyway, I'll read it out. <laughs> Okay, this is me. And the same thing keeps coming up. Your anger and jealousy is out of control. And you know it too. And then they say, who else does then? And then he says, we're on, sorry, we're too different. You refuse to even sing the national anthem. That's not for me. Sorry, go find an activist boyfriend. And then I say, lol, never you mind who I date. I'll just, I'll be just fine. It isn't even, it isn't even about activism. It's about having a heart and giving back. If you're fortunate, these women have nothing. If you saw, saw them, you'd realize how out of line you're being. Be angry on your own time. I'm going to go out with my friends. Get on with leading a nice, happy, purpose-filled life. Thanks for reminding me of your anger. I don't feel so bad about all of this now. You're so dark inside get help and then he says Eva which is my real name by the way (laughs) it's about the fact that you make it about color and I didn't say anything about who you date next and then I say why are you continuing this we're done here and then he says they are lucky and I wish you the best Mm. how does it feel sort of having to go back and look over that sort of conversation. It's really painful because I think when you love someone so much and they change in front of you for the worst, you you almost don't want to admit it. And when it's something that happened on such a global scale um with like the national um the US election and the general election here and then Brexit and when you see how it happened you you just become angry and you almost feel like you can you can make them realize but when someone's been manipulated on a core level it, and something's been manipulated in them that they attach their identity to, it's so difficult and it's, it's, a, it's a futile thing, really, because their mind has made been made up because something inside them that is so, um, I don't know, that's so important and integral to who they are has been manipulated. Yeah, and I, w- I was just wondering because... Obviously, in that message stream, mm. you kind of come off as being like, you know, I'll be fine. Like, you know, I've got this. But mm. at the time, were you feeling like that? Or is that just a kind of... I definitely wasn't feeling like that, right. no. Um, and also because 
I mean, it, it was it was a great relationship at one point, but then also it, re- it really wasn't. I mean, I attached myself to that relationship insofar as he was a very masculine, cisgender white man. And um, when I went into the relationship, which was like five years previous to this, these messages, I wasn't as socially aware as I am now. So I was obviously on a journey and he was on a journey and we were just going further and further apart, which I think is very indicative of, you know, I mean, it was like a case study for how the country's gone in like the past five years. So um, we're, we're two very, very different people. Uh, but I, I like I like to think that I could have saved it, but you can't save people that aren't willing to save themselves. But um, because he was so masculine as well, I mean, this was like in the quite early days of my transition. Um, and I think because he was so masculine and uh, just, I don't know what I, I guess I um, saw as, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a man's man then, um, I just kind of felt like it validated my womanhood at that point. And like, I just thought, you know, I need to be with a man that's going to, you know, stand up for me. And, you know, the more manly they are, the more womanly I am. And that's obviously not the case. And um, I definitely don't feel like that now with regards to my sexuality. Now I'm much more open and I'd never... Um, obviously I've always been queer (laughs) and like I date primarily femmes now but at that point in time I just could never have been that open because so much of my identity needed to be validated Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt Now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. On the topic of kind of feeling like you needed to be in that relationship with someone who was like hyper-masculine to kind of... Um, assert your femininity mm -hmm. in a way you wrote um like a caption on instagram recently where you talk about really finding yourself before you mm. enter a relationship so you're not looking for that person to fill those yeah. parts of you do you have any advice for people who feel a pressure to be in a relationship for those kind of reasons yeah for sure i mean it, it, i mean i think we all do it not just trans people i think that we all do it and i know that a lot of um women or femmes who i have ident that identify as queer or lesbians have done it in the past have dated men because that's what society tells you you yes, should do yes we've been there <laughs> <laughs> we thought i was not reading it <laughs> <laughs> but like that's what you know so many of us have done and you don't see it happening either um but i think you know uh, i think i learned a ton from this relationship and no that's the thing with relationships no one can tell you anything and people were telling me this they were just like you he is not good for you um i don't think that he's necessarily a bad person i think that he was very easily to manipulate because there were parts in him that weren't healed and there was parts of him in terms of his attraction to um, trans women that obviously he couldn't deal with and parts of his sexuality that he was struggling with. Um, so, I mean, I don't necessarily think he's a bad person and I, I, don't, I, I just think that I had to go through that to understand who I am. And um, I think that I'm glad that I ventured through that, but I do think that I should have invested more in myself. So I think make mistakes in your relationships. Um, and that's what, you know, they're there for because we understand more about ourselves with the people that we date. So I think take chances, but also prioritize yourself. And when you start seeing these signs of people, um, you know, ultimately not prioritizing you, then listen to that. So yeah, make mistakes, but also listen. You, in, in terms of like being able to look back on something like that, which was incredibly toxic and then say, oh, you know, but I don't, don't hate this person. I don't know, Charlie, if you feel like similarly, but you no. must, you must, <laughs> no, you don't know, yeah. but you must have had to go on your own, like real emotional kind of journey to be sitting in a position where you're yeah. saying, actually, I can, I can see where those things might have gone wrong. Yeah. I mean, I just feel sorry for him really. Um, because I mean, I I'm I found happiness and I'm happy in myself, and I don't know if I can say the same for them. Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I just think, what's the point in hating somebody? I I just don't get anything out of it, and I I did hate him for a very very long time, and there was so much anger there, and he would consistently, you know, pop up at Christmas and say that I miss you, and then. 
you know, blow up again and it, it wasn't going anywhere. And I was just like, I've, I'm fine, you know, I'm, I'm dating someone. I've been dating my girlfriend for like the past, you know, God, I don't even know how long it is, four and a half years, like on and off. So, I mean, we've we've really, I, I found myself. So, I don't know, I, I just think that there's a, there's a quote that's quite cheesy. It's like, every time that I judge somebody, I reveal an unhealed part of myself. And it's Someone said that not, to me once and I, hate, I was like, oh, what, what do you mean? It's not really that cheesy. It's actually really, it's, it's really great because, mm. I don't know, I just kind of feel like if I hate him, then... I'm not healed Mm -hmm. and I just I feel healed I feel like I found myself I don't see I don't need his validation anymore and once that left I really felt free um and were you were you able to take some of the lessons you learned from your relationship with him forward in a positive way into new? Oh, for sure, for sure. I mean, I mean, like, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say I necessarily thank him for like the stuff that he's put me through because there was some really horrific things that happened in our relationship, and um, it was really out of disrespect for me. Uh, that I would never have done to him. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I'm not thankful for that, but definitely I would never enter a relationship trying to seek that person's validation anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely know my worth now. And when I go into a relationship, um, I don't know, I was kind of the, of the mindset that toxic relationships were kind of fun and, you know, passionate. And, you know, if someone was jealous that they it's were... It's fiery. You know, it's fiery, yeah. And if someone was jealous, that showed that they cared. And, like, that's not the case at all. And it doesn't need to be, you know, you can, um, you can find someone who's really good for you and really turns you on. And it's I just... It's possible. Yeah, I just, <laughs> for some reason, I was like, oh, I don't want someone who's good for me that's not sex. Yeah, it's like, like it's boring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like I want, you know, mad, passionate, hard sex. And, mm. you know, you can have that as well. Yeah. But, you know, you also want to be with someone who makes you a better person. Yeah. And I think there was, you know, the fact that I was so unhealed in myself and like unaccepting of my own sexuality as well. And the fact that, you know, I was, and also with, you know, the culture of, of um, what trans people are up against and this narrative from TERFs that trans women are, you know, sexual predators and like that, like made me feel, oh my God, I can't, you know, be honest about my sexuality and attraction to women because women are going to think that I'm a sexual predator. And like, you know, there was just all of this stuff going on and like, I really just thought, fuck it. I'm just going to just do me. And if people don't like it or don't get it, then they don't get it. But I'm not going to keep on trying to validate who I am through, you know, toxic men. Yeah, good for you. Something which kind of like shone through in the extract that you read in the WhatsApp chat that you read as well was your kind of like that innate sense of activism within you. Like, where were you at at this kind of stage in your activist journey were you kind of just starting to figure things out so this conversation actually happened two years after we broke up okay so I'm not with him at this point but he's popped up again um I think that he popped up every time that he saw me either you know doing well on social media or like kind of happy or when when he missed me at Christmas or his birthday or something and I messaged him too when I missed him so I get it you know, we're, we've all got a heart and we've all, we're all attached. But um, at this point, this point, oh, yeah, this, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty socially aware at this point. 
I'm um, being um, I'm involved with um, a charity um, which is helping primarily um, women of color who have been abused. Um, so, but then he also had a problem with the fact that it was a charity that was helping only women of color, and um, yeah, it's it's really really tough. It's really tough because um, I'm so anti-racist, and so much of my activism is about being anti-racist and combating that. So when you um, are confronted with somebody in your life who you love completely, that is becoming racist, but you know why. Mm. Um, Oh God, I feel really sad. Um, I don't blame him. I blame what's going on in in the world and what's going on in the country. Uh, and obviously his behaviour, he needs to hold himself accountable for that. Mm. Um, but I think so many people in this country have been manipulated into becoming radicalised and they don't even realise that it's happening. And it's it's barbaric. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that certain people that are in the media without naming names should be referred to as war criminals because of it. Um, But, you know, this is where we are. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, it's one of the reasons why we exist as well, I think, is to try and do what we can to fight back back against that in a small way. Um, I'm interested in, in this idea of, like, trying to save people, trying to educate them, um even if you you are aware sometimes that, yes, you have to cut toxic mm-hmm. people out. You are someone who... You really take a lot of time yeah, to you, explain things, yeah. you know? So, like, you know, how do you find that balance between not being taken advantage of, um, but also, like, imparting knowledge in, in a way that, you know, to, mm-hmm. to, 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 I guess, to, to stop people from being bad, I guess, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think... Also realize that you don't know, like, I don't know it all as well. And you can only, like, lead someone towards you. You can't, you literally can't change somebody. They have to be willing to look in themselves as well. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I think also just recognizing the humanity in them and the fact that I don't necessarily think that bad people exist in the same capacity as people who do bad things you know I think we're all capable of doing bad things and we're all capable of misstepping and we're all capable of oversight but I don't think that that necessarily makes us a bad person I think that you know there there are bad people in the world um who actively do bad things but I don't necessarily think that you know they're everywhere I think that that you know they're 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 very much in the minority and then they manipulate other people to help do their work um so i mean i i just i i like to think of the solution rather than um just i don't know i i like to think that there is a resolve and if we all do our bit then we can go in that direction um and see myself as like a cog in the machine rather than you know the sole you know I, d- I just don't, I try not to like kind of listen when people hype me up because, you know, there's people that are doing 10 times as much as me and I'm just, I'm just trying to do my bit. And I think that if everybody did their bit, then it would just make things a lot easier. 
Yeah, and like you know, it's it's a lot of pressure to be seen as this kind of like the only yes, yeah, yeah. 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 It annoys me as well because you know I, I might be one of the most visible trans people in in the UK, but I'm by no means the person doing the most work. Um, it's just because of the nature of my career, which is like in the media. But, you know, there's there's so many trans people that are doing such amazing work and cis people as well that are part of organisations that are just doing phenomenal work like Mermaids, Gendered Intelligence, um, Clinic Q, which is an amazing service in London, which provides sexual health um, advice and services for trans people and their loved ones. I think that there's just so many amazing people within the community and assist in the community that need to have the shine as well. Yeah, I mean, we definitely need to see the creation of space for multiple voices. I think it's very easy Absolutely. in this context for people to have their one, okay, I've got like a queer black woman, okay, I've got a black trans, and then that's it, and then that's yeah. the person. And it's... I get a lot of people coming to me asking me questions that I'm not an expert mm -hmm. in. And I think that that, I mean, I always divert them to the right person, but I can see how we could, if I if I wasn't as switched on as I know that I can be um, in, and it's plugged into my community, like I don't, I don't want to take the shine for, for things that I don't, you know, have the expertise for. So, um, yeah, I think that it's all about pulling together as a community and recognising yeah, yeah, how we're yes. all... And I think it's, like, so common, actually. I, I find this a lot with uh, people of colour and, like, Cutie Puck, is that they'll have this, like, ready-made list that they'll send to these people who are asking them, like, requests, being like, I'm not the right person for this, but try this person, this person, this person, yeah. because they want to, yeah, they want to spread that. Because they won't do it, they're lazy. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> yeah. um, I, I, I want to know what you would say to the Munro that was existing in that space and in that toxic relationship. What would you say to baby young Munro? What advice would you give <laughs> I mean, I think everybody said to me everything that I needed to yeah. hear. Like it was just, I was just not listening to anybody. Uh, I think really just break it down that, you know, your identity is not reliant on somebody else. Um, and you can't keep trying to change this person because, you know, people do change sometimes and not always for the better. But... <sighs> You just need to let them be and let them find their own way. You can lead somebody to water. Um, <laughs> uh, but I mean, I don't know. I, I, I just think that I, I, I think that I wanted, I think I would want to tell myself to be more on my own side and to stop chasing after somebody because I should be chasing after myself. Thank you. Mm, that's lovely. <laughs> and um, what do you think your your or that self would think of where you are now, sort of in your life and your career? Honestly, I don't think that there's any there was any predicting for how things have gone, um, because I didn't really believe in myself. I just, I I never thought that. I mean, I definitely didn't think that my perspective would be respected. My perspective would be respected in. Um, the capacity as it has been. Um, I think that I don't. I don't. I don't really know. I don't. I don't think that I would have believed me. Um, but I'm glad that things have turned out this way. I'm not glad for the you know 
the the way that the world is going and I think that you know I don't think that my career could have um existed in any other time really mm-hmm. um and it's a shame that you know I'm having to speak about the things that I'm speaking about but this is where we are um so um I don't know I I I I, I wouldn't like to think that I would be excited yeah um, where would you be do you think if you or like did you ever oh consider God. like any other sort of career paths outside of the media and- well I mean this because of like what had transpired in insofar as the media I, I think that I had the choice to either just completely disappear or fight and I didn't think that I should have to disappear because mm-hmm. you know I, I hadn't done anything wrong um so I don't really know if I had a choice I didn't really have that much of a choice <laughs> and this is this is this is it so I've, I've just worked with it and I think that I've turned it into something positive for myself and my community so yeah it's been incredible to watch yeah yeah beautiful honestly before the mics were switched on we were talking about kind of politically all of the crazy awful horrible things that are happening in the world is there any advice or wisdom that you can pass on to those who are younger than us, the babies, not the babies, the young people, mm. um, of how to thrive and survive and exist in this current kind of landscape? What would you what would you say to a young person? Absorb, absorb, absorb information and a wide array of information. Try and um, exist outside of your echo chamber because we've all got one. Um, and just, I don't know, just look further than what's immediately around you and try to see the humanity in the people that don't think the same thing as you to try and understand how they think and how they got to that point. Because in understanding that, you understand all of the systems that are at play, at, at play within the world. Um, but also be active and you don't need to be active in the capacity that other people are active. Use what you're good at. Um, use your skills. Uh, we're all good at something, um, regardless of whether or not that's creative or, um, you know, statistical. Is that a word? Statistical? Yeah, statistical. Yeah, statistical. yeah. yeah. Whether, whether or not you're good with numbers mm-hmm. or you're good with, you know, being creative mm-hmm. or if you're good with organisation, mm-hmm. we're all good with something. So, um, you know, be part of a team. Learn I think to, that's such an important tip. Yeah. Yeah, yeah be part of a team. And, um, you know, you can be... You can work in isolation and be mm. part of a team. You know, if you're good with IT, IT people work in isolation, but they're part of a team um, because you can't do anything really on your own. Um, and that that's kind of like as empowering as it is depressing. <laughs> but you, we all need somebody and we all need, you know, we all need allies, we all need resources. And you're not going to be able to do any of that on your own. You'll reach you'll reach a ceiling where you know you need help Mm -hmm. and don't be afraid to ask for that help as well it's not a weakness it's it's a really empowering thing to say I need help I need assistance I need advice Mm -hmm. um and there's people out there that are more than willing to do it Mm. you're not a burden if you need help or advice so um yeah just communicate learn to communicate learn to bring people in learn to be accepting when you're being brought in and, um, you know, be ambitious. 
Nice. Have you ever thought about writing a book, Monroe? Because well, it's some happening. Wise... We're writing. <laughs> you're, writing, you're writing one now. We're writing one now. Oh, yeah. Kid. yeah. I didn't realise. I was going to say, <laughs> like, you need to that. impart that into like a written form. Yeah, me and Liv have got the same agent, anyway. Hey, look, I do not have a book on the horizon. <laughs> <laughs> but you it's do. stressful. It's but really stressful um, trying to, you know, get it all down and in a way that. It's digestible and mm. legible. Is it a memoir? Is it? It's a memoir plus. So it's using my experiences and also using case studies of uh, major movements within the world, such as like women's liberation, uh, queer liberation, uh, civil rights, um, oh God, all of, all of the good stuff, and then breaking it down and showing how society has transitioned and how it's not just trans people who transition, we all transition from age to relationships. And um, I'll be speaking more about (laughs) my shitty relationship, Um, but not just that one as well. I think that, you know, when you look at my relationships and you look at everyone's relationships, you can see your growth. And from the very first person that you date to the person that you may end up with or the last person that you date, it's going to be very, very different. And I think that that shows your growth. So I think it's all about growth um, and using how society has grown and changed to depict that. I cannot wait to read it. No, yeah, it's going to be really good. I want a manuscript. Yeah, you, you need I'm to ready. send us the first proofs as soon as they come I've written through. the first and we, bags, we bags you all the first interviews as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, of course. Exclusive. Of course. I've, wait, I've, she I've said written it. the first chapter. <laughs> I've written the first chapter, so and I'm, ha- I'm happy with it. So. Oh, okay, good. amazing. Do you know the one thing that we haven't really touched on, which, um, again, in this in this climate and and kind of with you occupying the space that you do being super, super visible and the kind of... That there's there's so much beauty that comes in that, but there is also a lot of negative that comes in that. How do you look after yourself amidst? Uh, I mean, I I I think that self care is something that is ever evolving for me, and I'll find that something that I do will work for a bit, and then it won't. Um, so I think it's about it's a journey. And it's about trying new things and trying to recognize patterns in your behavior. Um, I'm a workaholic and I like to keep myself busy. But then in doing that, I'll ignore some of the um, signs that I'm run down or burning out. And then I'll get burnt out and then I'll it'll take me twice as long to reboot. Um, so I think it's, I, I just try to recognize my behavioral patterns and um when i'm isolating myself is is really when i'm starting to like slip so um i think it's as much recognizing how i'm behaving as it is you know self-caring um and if i recognize how i'm behaving then i don't need to you know Mm, manage the fallout as much yeah that's interesting that it's when you're isolating yourself so do you need to be around people to sort of as you're saying oh i mean like not so much like isolating my well when i'm you know i like solitude anyway Mm -hmm. but when i'm i don't know i think there's a difference between like being alone and isolating yourself Mm -hmm. and you know, shutting people out and really just, you know, not paying attention to like, if I'm feeling quite numb, I think when I'm like shutting myself out so I can be around people and still isolate myself. Right. So I, I definitely think there's a distinguishment between um, isolation and solitude. 
I love solitude. I love being by myself. I'm trying to get more into it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I think where, that, where, like, where do you take yourself? Like, would you... Um, I, I love just kind of, like, pampering myself, but then also I love, um, you know, going out to, like, wide open spaces and getting lost in, like, museums and stuff and just being by myself and eating by myself. I think Slumflower just really, like, taught me about, like, just that it's not a it's not a bad thing. And, like, I did it anyway, but I always kind of thought, oh, God, I look really lame right now. <laughs> that is that weird thing, like, the first time that you go out for your, like, solo cinema date or, like, a meal, you're kind of like, is this okay? I just, yeah, I just thought that everybody just didn't go to the cinema by themselves, but loads of people do. I mean, why not? I've never, I've yeah. never done it. I've done it. I've done, I've done, it. done it. Yeah, I did it once when I was at uni because, like, no one wanted to see Cloverfield and, like, oh. I really wanted to see it. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, that was the only time, but, like, I've been loads of times since then. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I eat by myself, but it's usually, like, literally me in the corner just, like, shoveling that's food not, into my That's mouth. not, yeah, that's no, not the same. Go it's for, not, like, a quality meal yeah, by yourself. It's not quite the same experience. Um, anyway, thank you so much for sitting down and speaking with us and thank sharing you. your experiences, um, which are very challenging ones in the sense of yeah. the kind of relationship and the WhatsApp that you so kindly read out for us. <laughs> so, yeah, we love you and we can't wait to see what's what's happening. It's going to be happening for you. Yeah, next. it's been great. Thank you. Um, do we want to do a quick We've got fire round? some quick fire yeah. questions. Okay. You've um, got like one second to answer these. <laughs> okay. Super quick. Favourite song? Oh my God, Cindy Lauper, uh, Time After Time. <gasps> Great song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Favourite TV show? Oh, we've got American Horror Story. Uh, interesting, interesting. Uh, and role model, do you have a role model? Oh God, I don't, Maya Angelou. Lovely one, beautiful one. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. You passed. Well done. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> the, the horror in your face when I said quick fire. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. I have a lot of time for anyone who has been through an emotionally toxic relationship and has like come up the other side and doesn't hold that hate within their heart anymore. I thought, wow, girl. Like, I know. That's... There's so much strength that has to have come with being able to, to 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 see things from another person's perspective, and I think not even just necessarily in the context of this specific relationship, but I that's one of the reasons why I have like this deep kind of admiration for the work that Monroe does mm. because she comes at it with this ability to empathize and to put herself in other people's shoes, even though a lot of the time other people aren't willing to put yeah. themselves in her shoes. In, she, in her shoes, yeah, you know? for sure, for sure, for sure. So for sure. yeah. This has been an II Studios production. Our researchers for the series have been Sana Huck and Alicia Ali. Thank you so much for listening. We really hope you enjoyed this episode and that you'll tune into the next one. You can find Growing Up With Galdem on Apple Podcasts, the Acast app, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please leave us a review, rate us and subscribe. It really helps the show. And if you'd like to find out more about Galdem, you can head over to our Instagram page at Galdemzine. That's G-A-L-D-E-M-Z-I-N-E. Or you can visit our website, which is G-A-L hyphen, which is important, D-E-M dot com. Galdem has a book which is out now. It's called I Will Not Be Erased, Our Stories About Growing Up as People of Colour. You can find it in all good bookstores or online. Thank you so much for listening. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.